whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. Failure. I'm going to talk about failure for a while. Failure. Love it. Embrace it. Use it. Love it. Embrace it. Use it. Failure. Love it. Embrace it. Use it. I began my podcasting our very first episode on the subject of failure is entitled Preconditioned to Fail. Because I was. I was preconditioned to fail. I was reared in a home where my best of efforts were never really rewarded to the best of my memory. But things happened in the home that caused me to develop a selective memory where I heard words such as, you're no good. You're no good. You're a child of the devil. I'm glad I love you because I could be putting you in a home, what they called it back in those days. Basically an orphanage. And I would have to go to school from that home every day with my sister. And we came of school age. And I would go to school and I would do the best I could. Give it all I had. Make the best grades I could. You see, in that home also, my mom, when she was there, she wasn't always there, but when she was there, she set a good example for me as a person who pushed really hard. No matter how many hard words were thrown at her as an adult, words that echoed in my ears as a child, she still got up. She still went. She did what she had to do. She made time in the school system to volunteer when at home no one was volunteering. The peace of mind that she should have had in her home with her mother, my grandmother. 
So I learned early to embrace failure. I learned early to love failure. I only learned later in life to use it as a catalyst for moving into other things. But you see, my mom, she introduced me to some male figures in my teenage years who taught me that failure was an option. First time I set foot on the tennis court, a young man named Willie Satchel taught me how he had a tennis ball. Never been good at anything as far as sports goes. She got me involved in karate with another Willie O'Neill. Let me know that I could do something. I could achieve something. These men didn't know that at my, in my house, I was getting fed this garbage as a teenager growing up. They didn't know. I was hearing words that were robbing me of my self-esteem. Then they hit middle school. They had a teacher named Mr. Jones. He knew I could do. He knew I could do quality work. And when I failed, he I remember him reinforcing me. I don't know exactly what he said to me, but when I failed a certain test, he got with me. And to the best of my memory, I ended up getting an A the next time. Failure did not triumph then in my middle school years. In that particular classroom, I made it to the high school years. and encountered another teacher named Jasper Willard. To the best of my memory, says something to the effect that you cannot sit in a classroom all year and not learn something. I've always hated math. I still hate math. He was a math teacher. I learned something. Failure. Even back then, I was subconsciously learning to love it, to embrace it, to use it. Then in my later ten, as I moved into my adult years, I became part of one of these very conservative religions, conservative Christian religions. The awakening in me at this thing that I didn't know I had this thing of being able to grasp words, to learn words, to retain all sorts of information, and a way to expound it to public speaking. And in this religious, spiritual environment, failure was an option transformed into an opportunity. And it gave me some life skills that I passed on to my kids as they were growing up. And my mom, by this time, in my young adult years, she ended up getting married to a man named Howard Corey. He was a weekend alcoholic. This weekend alcoholic taught me more about being a man than any of those men before him. The work ethics that went along with being what we call a man back then. He worked hard for his money. 
who chased his own demons away, and we came with his alcohol. With his alcohol. But we would sit around and we would talk, and he would teach. He like father the son, that I wasn't his biological son. That when you get down, you keep pushing. You get up. You do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. In so many ways, he was teaching me that failure was something I had to love, embrace, and use. I've done different types of podcasts on different subjects. It seems like when I go back to one such as this and keeping it real, the sharing part of my story, that's when people really listen. Because my story is no different than your story. Perhaps the circumstances are, perhaps the people, people have different names in the story. Your story. Perhaps you were in school, middle school, high school, college. Perhaps you're carrying in your head some words that are robbing you of self esteem. Perhaps you're facing a test or something that's challenging to you because it's an area of study that you're not comfortable with. And failure is knocking on your heart, saying, all those negative things, such as, you don't have to get this right. It's not worth it. Or just quit. Stop. That's failure talking. But when you embrace failures, you know what? I know I will fail sometime, but not all the time. And when I have a downturn, I can also have an upturn. I can pull myself back up. I mean, I get the best grade on this exam. Because it's not exactly something I love do, love a lot. But I will do the best I can. With the, I will get a passing grade. But I'll move on to I encounter something I'm passionate for. And I'll do even better at it. And when you come knocking at me telling me I don't deserve it, I will love you. Fear you. So yes, I may fall. You might win a battle. You might win a skirmish. But you never win the war. In my life, that war where I will never be of success or achieve a certain grade, you'll never win the war. Your relationships, you'll never win the war. However it is, you'll never win the war. Because I'm not a failure. I don't fail permanently. I fail temporarily. Because I love you. I'm embracing you as part of my journey. I'm going to use the things I've learned from you to catapult me to where I need to go in this thing called life. And those that did not love me and so into my spirit helpful words, I can find those words within myself. I can tell myself each and every single day I get up, I am somebody I will achieve. I will do that which seems impossible because I have can see in the middle of the word impossible, the word possible. Just like the word can't, I see the can. Expression will not, I see will. I will take you fair, love you, embrace you, and I will use you to squeeze life, breathing oxygen into my lungs. Like someone blew compressions, giving CPR up, 
down, up, down until that those, the heart starts to beat and the air starts to flow. I start to breathe life in and out from the pain and the frustration and the negativity that has come into my life. Failure. I love you. I'll embrace you. I will use you to live the life I want. Instead of the life you try to tell me, I will have.